Morning, Maxine. All right. Hi, are we on? We are here we go. And we're excited for another family gathering. You can hear the family in the background and it's awesome. <laughs> so Gil is continuing his Panama journey. He'll be home hopefully Tuesday. And so we just carry on. So I just want to say welcome to our family around the world. So glad you're here and that you've brought your frequency and your intention for us to move together in powerful ways today. So let's just take a deep breath. And let's enter in. Thank you, Father that you have invited us today to shift our focus to where you are in us and before your throne. And today we just wanna hear what you have to say. We wanna see what you're doing and we wanna enter in as sons. As sons arising into our place As always, just encourage you to share what you're seeing, sensing, feeling, and let's move forward in power. I'm just seeing a, a, a very large, mighty eagle circling above the throne of Yah as we enter in. this eagle is crying out to us come up higher come up higher as it is circling and I just see as we set our gaze and our intention we're rising up into higher dimensions higher levels in the kingdom orbiting the throne of Yah says, I heard drums as soon as you said frequencies. It looks like we may be having trouble again with the stream. So just want to encourage you, uh, if you're on YouTube or Facebook, to go ahead and jump onto Zoom. Put the idea in the notes. Zoom is also getting a bit of uh, popping, kind of static. Thanks. 
rise above all technical difficulties and challenges, and we choose to soar in the spirit with you. Soaring with Eagles stood out to me immediately. It's like it's not a place where you have to strive to go higher. It's just riding those currents that go will take you higher. And that's kind of how an eagle soars. That's so good. Thank you, Larry. So just encourage you with, with that no striving, just rest. Let the wind of Ruach just pick you up. Spirit, soul, body, just for grounding heaven to effort. Thank you, Nance. Yes. As I shifted my focus to enter the heavenlies, I saw kind of a, um, not an eagle, but more of a prehistoric bird turn the corner and enter the portal with me. Wow, wow. It's beautiful, thank you, John. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for taking us higher. I just see to go higher, some of us have to shake off some things. We shake off the technical issues, the challenges, anything that may be weighing us down so that we can soar. Distractions solved. We're going deeper and deeper and deeper. 
into the heart of Yah. I love that. Thank you, Nance. the gates to be open and it's like our inner gates that we just throw open those gates wide to receive all that Father has for us today. a sort of like drawing frequency as if I'm kind of it's like when you put a, a pad or a um, something over a wound to draw out an infection yeah. it feels like something is like covering us and drawing out um, from us things yeah that's all I can describe it as that's good thank you Whitney and we just do say, Father, as we open up ourselves fully to you, that you would draw off everything that hinders. As we go from glory to glory, strength to strength, and blessing to blessing. I just saw Father's love explode into flames of fire of his love for us and he said it's my fire of love that draws off everything from you that doesn't look like love that's beautiful thank you norma we agree like there's some major shifts coming and what we're experiencing and encountering today is part of the preparation for that and so we just say yes we say yes we say yes I'm seeing his blanket of peace covering us to what you said, Adina, in the midst of seeming world chaos and disparities and maybe things that we don't want, but we get to even so in this transition and awakening um, remain within, within, just cuddled in his blanket of peace. Yes. That's what he showed me. So agree with that, Norma. That is our portion as sons, to know who we are no matter what's going on around us. To be blanketed in his shalom. Okay. 
Lisa says, I see bright lights and crowns and some kind of rainbow glitter-like falling almost like how snow falls and it's landing on God's people, cleansing them with love. It's beautiful. So um, I was just engaging with the flying over the throne and um, I was reminded of, of the song, I, can, I Believe I Can Fly. And just really engaging with the belief, like, you know, when you know, um, when you have those dreams where you're flying and you wake up and they feel so real, you feel like, I can go do that. Just like engage with that feeling of like belief and believing you can fly. I love that. Thank you, Marianne. encourage that sometimes we can kind of observe or see something but to really enter into it what does it feel like to fly to feel the wind of a spirit blowing by you past you through you entering in far as the static is concerned, I see like a loudspeaker and sparks flying from the speaker and I'm getting the feeling it's, it's maybe a spark, things that we are supposed to um, light on fire or start a spark or spark lights the fire and maybe make declarations, I'm not really sure. Mm. That's good, Maxine. That's so funny because I saw a um, campfire and it's like the sparkling of fire. And we as a family are sitting around this fire agreeing, you know, chatting with the Holy Three, as I call them, Yeshua, Ruach, Yahweh, and just, you know, chatting about everything that's going on and coming to conclusions together as a family and then decreeing those, yes, this shall be so. Yes. Mm, so good. We agree with that. those sparks within you and as it's burning in you if you feel that you have a declaration please go ahead and share it we and the father are one yes we are the light of the world call forth those things that are not as though they already are the whole earth is full of his glory yes yes and as each, each one is saying this I, I see like sparks coming out of your mouth and, and going into the earth go ahead John 
I just said amen to oh, okay. this comment. <laughs> Anyone else? The glory of the Lord is filling the entire earth, cosmos, heavenlies. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, I declare that as we wrap ourselves in that blanket of peace and allow the Lord to draw those things out of us that, that don't belong, that we rise higher and we begin to fly and soar and um, govern. Yes, yes, we agree. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom and his spirit is everywhere. Yes, we agree. Love that. Thank you, Lisa. I decree that we are following you forever. Thank you. As people talk of flame and, and the flame of God and so on, I see that flame in the center of, of a blue background, like sky and, and water and so forth. And it's a sharp contrast to the background. Wow, wow, wow. It's beautiful. I just heard the kingdom of the Lord and his Christ rules and reigns together with us the ecclesia forever ever forever and ever for the mouth of the lord has spoken it amen amen as we're making this these decrees i just see us like forming this this circle and and we're up up high but it's like there's a council room here and we're making these declarations together I saw like how sparks fly off from a fire, they rise and the wind takes them. And I see that those sparks are the declarations that we're making, but we're rising to make the declarations from the heavens. Yes, thank you. And these declarations are going out to spark all hearts, all minds. Yes. To turn. Yes. Really believing this is one of the most exciting times in Earth's history, and we are so privileged to be a part of the transition, the transformation, the restoration that is happening right now. I see those sparks from the flame rising in the vortex that we're familiar with as it, as it uh, goes to spread out. I we... hear the rocks clapping. It's like there's a there's like a stage. Someone is announcing that the sons of God are getting ready to make their appearance. Yes. And the rocks are clapping. <laughs> I love that. All creation joining in. 
Um, Eric, if you could pin Durrett for just a few minutes um, so we can just see those flags, the red fire, the blue background. Yes, 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 yes. That's it, that's what I was seeing. <laughs> Just as that sound went out, I felt like deep calling to deep. And so just let that deep sound resonate within you. Hopefully you can hear it. Deep calling to deep. Prepare ye the way of the Lord, and we are the way. Yes. We are being prepared. The uh, mountains are being brought low. The valleys are being lifted up in our own lives to prepare the way for the Lord. As I was making those spiral movements, I, um, I sensed how all of creation is joining in in our worship and how they are feeling pulled in and invited to join us. And they have been waiting for this moment to be able to worship with us and release God Yahweh's plans on the earth. Wow, love that. Thank you, Dorette. seeing geological shifts but we're flying above it yes very good Sheila side of us as we fly around above none of them are hitting us or harming us that's beautiful thank you elizabeth hear the thunder accompanying those lightning bolts let that frequency vibrate through your whole being i feel my ears popping up, open, and uh -huh. I think it's for many of us, God is opening up our ears. Wow. Thank you, Vanessa.
I feel like calling forth the winds of change to yes. rearrange the realities to uh, blow upon the realities here on earth and in the heavenly realms. That is so good. Let's just do that corporately. And I, I think we can join in with the winds of change with our breath. So just take in a deep breath and then release it over the earth as we partner with the angels of the winds of change. As sons, we desire the fullness of the kingdom of Yahweh to be manifested in the earth. I actually saw that even before Sebastian spoke. I saw the angels trembling with excitement because they knew what was going to be released. And now I see them absolutely dancing and spinning for joy because of what is being released. Wow. Speak up a little louder. We can't quite hear you. Oh, I, I heard the voice of a man. It was not. It was not. And no of those are in the golden house. So it just told me the problem going my belly the time of witness. Well, thank you, Lisa. Just see the winds of change taking each of the decrees that we have been decreeing today, those flames of fire, and releasing them into every corner of the globe as well as into the cosmos. Sensing of Yahweh in front of this, the winds of change, the awareness of the cloud of witnesses and how they have longed to participate uh, with the saints on earth through the ages. And that bow wave is the awareness and permission to invite the cloud of witnesses, the individual saints that were appointed to each of us individually and to specific regions that we co are coming into conscious, loving cooperation with what they're sent here to help us with. Yes, that's beautiful, Nance. Kathy shares- We have some Zoom chat messages. Oh, go ahead. Uh, we radiate with fiery love and I, it's from iPad. And Cindy says, we are one with Yahweh. Mm. And then I'm working toward the others. I heard Noah laugh. He's so excited. We are building houses and boats. Wow. It's beautiful. In one of our encounters this week uh, with a group, um, we were going in Noah's Ark, and it was just amazing. So that's interesting. Kathy shares, I agree with Adassa. Papa is opening our ears to hear sensing we need to lean in and listen as these winds blow over and through us. Yes. 
Um, we are sensing that our angels are lifting us up and like an eagle would pick, pick up something and then we're floating with them. Wow. Thank you, so Otto. We're, we're going with the winds of change. We're going with the currents of the wind. Yes, yes, yes. I feel like our time of communion may be interesting today in that uh, we may be taking communion on the winds of change. So let's just begin to prepare for communion if you're here locally. It's on the table over there. Um, if you're online, I encourage you just to find your place of communion. It's also a time of, of giving. And these are very much tied in together as our offering to the Lord. And I just see almost as that we're releasing finances, the winds of change are taking them and it's going into um, the kingdom places that it needs to go. And so just encourage you if you're online or even if you're here locally, you can give online at the link there or on our website. And just as you do that, you just sow into the winds of change blowing across the nations, across the globe, across the cosmos. If I can interject in John 3, 8, it says the wind blows where it lists and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not know, cannot tell whence it comes and whither it goeth, so is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Wow, wow, love that. Thank you, Maxine. Wow. I, I just want to say, I was literally, <laughs> I was literally just reading that scripture as well in the Passion Translation. Uh-huh. Um, so I just release it as well for the spirit wind blows as it chooses. You can hear its sound, but you don't know where it came from or where it's going so it is within the hearts of those who are spirit born wow wow thank you lisa asking father where to sow your giving and then ask him where you're to take communion today and John and Evelyn would you be willing to lead communion today for us Yeshua, we're so grateful for what you did for us. And then you gave us this way to remember. You said, take, eat, this is my body. And we gladly partake and eat. Mm -hmm. 
as we do, we sense becoming one. We sense receiving purpose. We sense the thing that you did for us to reconcile us. And take, drink, this is my blood poured out as the ransom. And we gratefully accept that ransom. so much, John. I don't know how it was for you, but taking communion in the midst of the winds of change was quite (laughs) exhilarating. (laughs) Wow. Wow, wow. As the elements pass our lips, you, you feel changed. Yes. You feel a substantial difference. Yes, those winds of change blowing through us, bringing change in us, and then causing us to be change in the world. Yes, substantial. (laughs) Yes, I sense that um, as Father is changing us, we might feel like we have to hold on to things so that people around us can accept us and I sense Father is saying let go let my winds of change move in them too and leave it up to me how I'm changing things what things are going to look like just you come with the flow come with what I'm doing and I am in control I can take care of the others too oh that's so good thank you Dorette anyone else there's some comments on Zoom, and Anita says it's all four elements. The fire, winds of change, water in the form of snow. I released early today was a blanket of peace, and the earth is rejoicing and moving and shifting. Wow. And Nisa draws us to Hebrews 3, 4. Every house is an expression of someone's design. God is the ultimate architect and creator of things. As Nance shared her movement of her hands was moving the change. I'm literally vibrating every time the word frequency is released. The power of our words and the actions are creating in the earth. And from the mirror translation, Nisa says, this spoke to me during ascension. It's uh, remind one another daily of your true identity. Make today count. Um, we feel that the the winds of change are bringing us above the atmosphere, so yes. we are going into the heavens with them, into the stars. And the old phrase from Star Trek, going where no man has gone before. Yes, yes. So in agreement with that. Thank you, Otto. Um, my son, Nixon, has something he wants to say. Okay. So I'll let him. Go ahead, Nixon. Did you hear that? He said, God was hugging us and hugging us, and the Holy Spirit was coming, you said? Was coming. Wow. 
We love that. Thank you so much. We love you. Yes. <laughs> of the children, we honor the children. We lift up the children. They know so much. <laughs> I'm going to meet We so love our family around the world. I was taken to an eagle's nest for communion. Wow. And being fed by the, by the eagles, and I'm thinking that's prophetic words. That's beautiful. Thank you, Maxine. I was taken back again to the uh, to this stage, this this uh, product huge production. It was like a worldwide production, but there were like curtains and the audience and all that. The audience included all the elementals and whatnot. And in the change, we're acknowledging a change in attitude towards the darkness that has plagued us. And rather, I'm seeing with the change that they're changing clothes. It's wow. like they're putting on a different outfit. And like some coming out of hiding that, you know, we couldn't tell who they were or what they were thinking, but people were playing the part of the darkness. Hmm. It's like they were, they were playing the part and that allowed us to shine brightly until we shined so bright that they were not needed anymore. Wow. So we change the way we look at the dark. Yes. It's part of the change. Yes. And it goes from negative to positive. Yes. That's what I'm seeing. That is so good. Thank you, Sheila. Anyone else? Um, we want to go back to the one um, that just, I forgot who shared about the eagle being in the eagle's nest. Yes, Mexico. In, in particular, one constellation we were drawn to was Aquila the Eagle constellation, but I didn't say it before. Oh, wow. That is so good. Thank you, Otto. All right. Well, let's go ahead. We're going to shift a little bit and see what Father has. Encourage you just to stay engaged in this place of the winds of change, because that's really, we're going to be talking about that as well. I love how Father always weaves in our time together <laughs> in so many ways. Um, some of the things that you have brought up, um, we're going to be talking about, and, and so it's beautiful how Father prepares our hearts and, and brings it all together. So if we could go ahead and have that first slide up. We're excited about next week. Um, is going to be our restoration encounters. It's going to be an amazing time. Um, Chris Carter is going to be here, Steve Hampton, Rebecca Henriot. Uh, we were hoping Cindy and Brian were going to be here, but some things have come up that doesn't look like they're able to come. But we have a few spots left. It's not too late. If you would like to um, come and be involved in it, it's going to be an amazing time. And and really, I, I should have clarified this probably a lot sooner in that um, Last March, when we had the restoration um, of all things conference, I, I was really hoping to follow it up with a gathering in November. 
of it's like we can talk about restoration and all of these things, but how are we practically walking it out? And so I don't want to just keep going to conferences where we're talking about all this stuff. I really want to go, how do we engage with this? What does it look like on a practical level? What part of restoration is each one of us called to? And so I'm hoping that this next week we'll be able to engage with that. Now, the exciting thing about it is, is so next Sunday, not only will Gil hopefully be home, but um, we'll also have... Um, Karina Pataki will be here, and Chris Carter will be here, and we'll hopefully have a little bit of a roundtable discussion really focused on the children. And it was beautiful how Father highlighted um, the children today a little bit, but um, focused on what's going on with the trafficking. Um, the amount of children who go missing every year is staggering. And um, the good news is so much is being done in the last four years that is positive. Um, but we're at a critical juncture. And so this is one of Karina's passions. Um, I also involved in some of that. We're actually gonna be taking a, um, an expedition trip on Friday and Saturday of this coming week. And so if you're interested in joining us, we're gonna be headed to um, Dulce, New Mexico, where there is um, some heavy uh, place of human trafficking and child stuff. And I don't really don't know what all we're going to do with Karina, but um, if you'd be interested in, in going with us, please let me know. It'll just be a quick trip down there um, and back, um, but really pressing in to see what Father has for us. So you go with us in spirit wherever we go. Um, so appreciate your prayers and your thoughts um, as we go on that expedition. So we have a lot of exciting things coming up with um, restoration encounters and probably the following Sunday, um, uh, Steve Hampton will probably be here to be able to share as well. So we're going to have some um, exciting times together, discuss discussions, encounters, and so much more. So excited to be able to share that with you. And then we still have room in the immersion retreat in Sedona, Arizona. And again, these are spirit-led trips. It's one of those things where ask the Father if you're supposed to be there because um, you may be a part of the puzzle that is needed. And then we also, there might be a few spots at the Alabama one. That one is going to be fun. You know, it's just kind of who comes, what they bring in different dimensions. And so um, Brian and Cindy Culpepper hopefully will be able to come to that one as well as um, David, or is it Daniel Jedediah Cook? Um, we'll be there talking about Hebrew letters and stuff. So that will be fantastic as well. So I wanted to continue a little bit from last week on transformation that brings restoration and just kind of see where Father would take us in that. And it's really, I think Durette was talking and Sheila was talking about this reframing, seeing things from a different perspective, renewing our mind and viewing things from an eternal perspective, like we looked at last week, and then viewing things through the framework of love. And this makes such a significant shift in our thinking of, of how we see things. Romans 12, 2 in the New King James says, and do not be conformed to this world 
but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. And then I want to look at in the Passion Translation, stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. And so um, this last year, I had an encounter that uh, was really tough. It was an assignment from the heavenly realm, and I engaged with it from my soul. And so even the coloring of the encounter, things were kind of dull brown, and my heart was grieved. Even though I felt like I was doing what Father wanted me to do, there was just a heaviness to it. And I got done and I was like, wow, did I blow it? Did I miss it? You know, was I really doing what I was supposed to be doing? And how come that was so heavy? And all of these kinds of things. And Father said, well, you can walk through it again and you can operate it from a higher higher dimension, from your spirit. And it was like, as soon as I stepped into that encounter again, which I'm so grateful that we can do that, <laughs> Everything was bright and light and shiny, and I did the same exact mission, but it was light and it was joyful. And so I really believe Father is wanting, is calling us to make sure that as we encounter things, as we walk through things, that we're coming at it from the dimension of our spirit, from the eternal perspective, from that place of the lens of love. Because otherwise we can get into this other area where we're operating from our soul and we may be doing what Father wants us to do, but it's weighing us down. And so I don't know if that makes any sense, but, but just the encouragement of we've got to refocus and reshift how we think and how we see things. And it's not just about what's going on up here because, of course, Hebraically, when it talks about thoughts and things, it's really talking about from our heart. What is the issues of our heart? I can discipline my mind to do all kinds of things, but it may be disconnected from my heart. And that's kind of the fake it till you make it, and you can do all kinds of things. But it's really a divided, double-minded. Does that make sense? But we want our, our heart and our mind to be renewed and connected together and flowing together. In that no matter what we're seeing in our circumstances around us, we're able to see from that eternal perspective. And so restoration starts with me, starts with you. Um, sometimes when the topic of restoration comes, everybody's wanting to go out and, you know, change the galaxy and shift things and all of that. And, and we, we can, can do that. We're invited in to do that. But I can only bring restoration to the level that I've been transformed and that I've been restored. And so it's this beautiful journey of expansion. And I, I, I love this picture with the heart and the ripples of water is that Father encounters me and I am changed and those ripples go out. And it's a continual thing. You know, some, some people get stuck in that place of going, well, I really can't do anything because my life is such a mess and I just I just have to focus on me until, you know, I'm good enough that I can 
do something out there. And so you kind of have these two extremes. You have people who are just focused in on themselves and their own transformation and not understanding the ripple effect that can happen. Um, and then you have the other side of people who are not doing anything here. They may be running on the fumes or ripples from five, 10 years ago, and they're trying to go change and transform everything out here. And so it's really this walk with Father going, okay, what is it you have for me today? What does it look like? Search me, O oh God, and try me, know me. What is it that you want to transform and shift in me today that's going to have a ripple effect to everyone I encounter today? So I, I love this verse from Ephesians 2.10. We have become as poetry, a recreated people that will fulfill the destiny he has given each of us. For we are joined to Jesus, the anointed one, even before we were born. God planned in advance our destiny and the good works we would do to fulfill it. Now, what I love about that, that is it says that we will fulfill our destiny. That's good news yes. because it's not striving it's not, oh, I hope I got it right. That's the tree of knowledge of good and evil. But when we're living from the tree of life, I cannot miss my destiny. Now, on the path, may I, make, I may make some mistakes. And that's okay because Father will bring us back, continually bringing us back. Uh, Diane and I were talking about free will the other day. And how does this work, you know, with his plan that he says we will fulfill and our free will. And I just see the, the gentle tenderness of him as he offers us choices. And whether we choose the right one or not, it's that place of he's got, oh, I've got another opportunity for her. And so we just keep going and he keeps bringing before us opportunities to be transformed, to be restored inside and out. And so this is kind of what we, we talked, talked about, about last week, about coming full circle, about being who was, who is, and who is to come, that I know who I am. Um, I am that the, the who was before I came to this earth in the Father, perfect and complete and whole. I know my perfected self that I will be and who I am today, and all of it is one. And this is part of becoming who I am. And it's two sides of the same coin. It's the journey and the process, and it is who I am today. I am perfect and complete and whole in him. And I'm on a journey. And the thing about it is this journey is not a bad journey. The process isn't like, oh, God's, you know, like, oh, hurry up. Can they finally get it? Can they finally get it? You know, they're making all these mistakes. If they just get it, we could move on and it could be wonderful. No, he's not doing that. Because in the midst of the journey, we're learning such rich lessons of how to love, of how to walk this out, of how to be who we are. And that's it, being authentically you. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I was raised in a very perfectionist religious home where the only thing was is to be perfect, to appear perfect in everything that I did, to please everyone else, even if it was a lie on the inside. And I still 
am struggling with overcoming that because it's like, well, a good wife should do this and a good, you know, pastor or leader should do this instead of going, you know what? I want my yes to be aligned here, not here. And so often we are connected vertically in ways of, I've got to please you. I've got to do this because it's the right thing to do. Instead of going, the only one I need to place today is my Father in heaven. And as I just be who I am, that's going to flow out and manifest in ways that are going to be blessing to you instead of me putting on a plastic face and pretending to be perfect. And so part of the question I've been wrestling with is, do I really know who I am? Not intellectually or the pat answers of, yes, I'm a child of God. Yes, 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 all of these things. But I'm unique. You're unique and amazing. And the thing is, is that we, we aren't going to know fully who we are <clears throat> because it's a journey of discovering. But we do know the one who knows us best. And it's connecting with that one who knows us best. And I, I, I so love this picture of this little girl and Jesus eye to eye. And this is where we discover who we really are, where we're, we let go of those labels of what people have said were this or were that. It's where we can shed those expectations that others have had upon us, where we can just be, just be. Do you know how much freedom that is? And what a weight that takes off instead of, oh, I got to do this, I got to do this, I got to be this, I got to do this. This is part of the transformation that Father has for us in this season. Because he's not wanting plastic people. He's not wanting us to be halfway there. He said, let your yes be yes and your no be no. And so many times in the years of ministry, I have lied over and over again because I've said yes but my heart was saying no I really don't want to do that and father is calling us to become the authentic us who we were created to be from the foundation of the world and so it's that joyful discovery of who we are stepping into greater and greater levels of freedom and I don't, I don't want to present anything to you that, you know, we're not walking through. And, and that's the thing about this journey is sometimes, you know, we've like, we should plan this ahead of time, our topics. But really what comes is what we're wrestling with, what we're going through. Um, I couldn't plan six months in advance to say, you know, on June 30th, we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit because I don't know if that's what Holy Spirit is going to be doing. Um, and so we're all on this journey together with our eyes fixed and focused on Yeshua to go, he is the one that I want to please, that I am following, not trying to put on something that you guys would like us or that you would be part of our ministry. It's this delighting in you 
in each one of us who we are, that every part of you is beautiful and precious. And we're having an amazing time walking through um, the transformations course that we just um, started a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, we were talking about some of the fragmentation and things and, and some of the comments were kind of like, oh, you know, these parts of me over here, you know, and different things going on. And it's like every part of you is beautiful and precious. That part may not know who it's meant to be. But we get to evangelize parts of us, bring them to Jesus, <laughs> show them the love of the Father, begin to say, thank you for how you were trying to protect me in the past. But today, guess what? You don't need to carry that heavy burden. You can integrate and be part of who I am today. And so Zephaniah 3.17, the Lord your God in your midst, the mighty one will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. Can you feel that right now? Right now. No matter what mess you might be in or things that you're struggling with, you are delighted in. He's singing over you. He loves every single part of you. There's no part of your journey that he's ashamed of. There's no part of your journey that's bad because he is the one who restores. He is the one who restores all of us as we submit to him. And then we're continually increasing. So Isaiah 9 says, of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. And so as God is continually expanding and he is in us, that means we're expanding, right? And I love this, that the zeal of the Lord will perform it. It's not our striving but he's wanting to move us from glory to glory, from strength to strength, from blessing to blessing. But here's the thing, is that sometimes it's hard to see those changes. Like, what I'm looking at is when Gil comes back, um, he's not the same Gil. And I'm not the same Adina. We will have been apart almost three weeks. I want to see him with new eyes. And so this isn't applying just to us, but loving others as we love ourselves. Seeing them through that lens. Letting go of ways we knew them in the past. Sometimes, you know, in, in marriages, this is the challenge that we face because when something triggers, it's like, oh, you're always that way. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Each day, we want to see one another with fresh, new eyes. Because the more we have this expectation that they are that way, or they always respond this way, we're putting them in a box, and we're limiting what Father can do in and through us. And so this is the place of going, each day is a new, fresh day. We want to see each other with those fresh eyes. Not stuck in old patterns. 
that what we're sharing with one another is fresh bread. Not, oh, by the way, you know, this is, this is my sermon from three years ago. No, it's not. <laughs> okay. So what is Father doing in each one of us? What, what exciting things has he been doing this week that have been transforming for you? What are the things that you've been struggling with this week? When we come together as a family, we want to see those changes. We haven't seen, seen David and Mihai for, you know, several weeks. And so today we get to see them in a new way. Go, wow, I'm excited to talk afterwards about, you know, what's going on in their life because I know things have changed. There's things that Father is birthing. And so this is the beauty of the journey, not only to see our changes day by day, but to see the changes in one another. And as that ripple effect is, as we receive the Father's love and transformation, and it ripples out, this is restoration. We're not waiting for something down the line to happen. Like, okay, well, you know, we've got our theology figured out, you know, with restoration of all things, and we're just waiting for God to, you know, kind of get, get on the move with things. No. This is where day by day I'm experiencing restoration. I'm experiencing transformation. And it's rippling out into every area that I have connection to. And as I, I'm impacting someone, as you're impacting somebody, those ripples grow and grow and grow and grow. So we're not looking at the world around us going, man, everything is so messed up and all this COVID and all this you know, crazy stuff that's going on in politics and blah, 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 blah. What, when is God going to do something? Well, he is. He's doing something in us. As we reframe our mind, our perspective, our hearts into receiving his love and letting it go receiving his love, letting those ripples of love, those frequencies of freedom to flow to everyone around us. So I know I went on and on, didn't give you a break, <laughs> but now's your time to share. What is God doing? Do you have some thoughts to share? I know you do. So feel free. Terry's code word, which is, you know, stay frosty when they're expecting big change to take place. And I, I love that, applying that to the idea of our living. We'll just stay frosty so we can allow other people to appear to us differently and allow things to change, allow us to change, not be stuck in that old way of thinking. That's so good. Thank you, Sheila. Okay, Diane. So, um, just thinking about like what the Lord's been speaking to me this week. It's really interesting. Um, if you listen to like, I call them pings in your heart. So the, the people will say something like I was around some people. We were talking about John 15, five, and that just really pings in my heart, you know, that he is the vine and we are his branches and, you know, abiding with him without him, we can do nothing. And, um, and then this topic of free will came in 
And um, so that was a really stretching thing. We can be around other people and we're like, I see your perspective and I see this perspective and how those things go. And asking the father, you know, one of the plumb lines like, okay, Lord, well, how does that work to have free will and to be in the vine where we breathe you in, you know? And so that was a whole big thing that was going on. It was just pinging in me. I'm like, this is a wonderful little struggle to have, you know, like trying to consider everybody's perspectives. I've grown so much and I have so much that he showed me and then it keeps going. So then I met somebody else that I was talking with and we were talking about the tree of life and she's just bringing so much experience and revelation. And inside of me, I'm like, well, this is more than I can handle. But it's like, <laughs> ping, 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 ping. All these things are pinging inside of me. And so I've been like, ah, I'm so excited. All these things are changing. And then, um, and then I'm listening to you and I'm like, oh yeah, I can totally resonate with all this, you know? And I'm like, and all of a sudden the Lord said, I'm singing in you. Mm. And that we all have that. We have those places inside of us where we're wired for, you know, for me, I know I'm starting to know, like I can be around other people and they're, you know, like, for example, they're getting involved in the political realm and they're called to that and it, it makes them pain. But for me, it's like, it's worship. It's a tree of life. It's being in the vine. It's, it's something different. And when I listen to what's going on in my spirit and I feel all the pinging, and then he, he showed me this morning, my song is singing in you. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> now I know more of what I'm called to yes. and what somebody else is called to and how when we engage with each other, how it makes us grow, especially when, you know, we go with the perspective of love and going, well, yeah, free will. Yeah. Okay. You know, and yeah, breathing in the vine and living his life and wanting to give him all so God can be glorified. And it's just, it was just so beautiful even this morning to have that other piece going, listen to the pinging inside of you and find out what God is singing through you. Yay. Wow. That is so beautiful. Thank you, Diane. All right, who's next? Um, I'm not quite sure how to frame all this, but I know a lot of times people will want to, like they'll want to say, like frame, it's like, let's take a picture and this is how it is. And this is, we're always on an evolving journey. So you can't take a picture and say, this is how it is. And that's the danger of theology because the Lord is always, it's uh, from glory to glory being transformed. And we're on a, 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 a transformational process that's continually evolving and unwrapping. And so uh, I just wanted to encourage everybody, think it's, this is an evolving journey. And even though it may appear this way right now, it's always moving and growing. And so, I, I don't know. There's, a, there's some scripture related. Now, I couldn't think of the scripture about when you were talking about as he is revealed, you'll be revealed with him. Yes. So this is also a continue. The Lord's wanting a continual unwrapping of mysteries. And so that's why with for each of you individually, there's a mystery in your heart that God wants to unwrap. That, um, 
only you can unwrap that mystery. Yeah. No one else can. Yeah. Mm. Yes. So that's why we we need all the parts. We need all the body. We need. Yes. So we don't want we don't want you to try to be like somebody else. Yes. We we want you with the Lord to. <clears throat> we want you in your intimacy with the Lord for the Lord to keep unveiling you each individual and your beauty and your fragrance of how he designed you because yes. you're designed in his image mm. that's so good thank you Tom really appreciate that you know what God is is we're in the same frequency. God is letting me see um, many, many things. Going. I hear you say, yes, this is it. But, you know, one of the things that I see sometimes in, like, humans, like you say, we need, we need to understand that each person, we are so different. But we need to be, be union in us. Yes. We need to take away all division. One of the things the enemy, they know how can be too strong and put it down. Yeah. That's probably his most fear. If he will go all together, take away denomination or mm -hmm. I see this and you can see this. It's, no, it's not working those things anymore. Yeah. It's just be union. That is so yes. beautiful. Thank you, And it doesn't matter the way they, we can take think everybody because everybody they had different experience yeah. and probably we say oh I don't I can think on the same as you but uh, you know what had that the point is respect other people and be in union and work for God yes thank you Irma it's so good to see you David <laughs> um yeah the uh, the union boy um you know, I've been practicing this place of being one with the Father, um, and he's been reminding me to be one with myself. Yeah. Um, you know, there's been a place of, uh, wow, walking through repentance of my soul, uh, repenting to my soul for uh, making it think in certain ways, making it exist in certain ways, uh, putting my body through certain facets that, uh, that I'm having to repent to, you know. Um, doing a lot of drugs back in the days or drinking or whatever it may be. It was just certain things that, you know, and there's a oneness. And, Father, you know, I feel like the Lord's been guiding me. He's like, look, be one with yourself. Yes, we're one, but you need to be one with yourself so that when I'm full, as he is full, then we could all be full. Yeah, so good. Thank you, David. All right, anyone else? Oh. This is so good. I have like a million things going on right now and I'm hoping some of it comes out <laughs> in a good way. When, we're, when David was talking about that like um, oneness with God, you know, the vision and imagery that I have of that, like for, that works for me is that I go into this place of this well, where in that well, my spirit and his spirit are one and intermingled. And so, and that's the connection point between me and him and his heart and his realm and the substance of who he is that is the life and potential of everything that I need, no matter what it is kind of thing. And so I'll be in that place and what he's teaching me at this point. And 
when Diane talks about the image, talked about the imagery of the vine, like to me, that's just like, I love that so much. It's like just so much. Anyways, so, you know, in that realm of like the place where I'm one with him, you know, what God's teaching me to do is to listen to my heart and my soul to what is it saying to me right now? And, you know, finding places of fragmentation and, and trauma and to listen from that place of being one with him, find out what it is that he wants to do and release it into yes. there to bring restoration. And it's like a game changer. Yes. And when yes. David talks about like the oneness with it, with um, yourself, like that's what he's, he's been doing that with me as well, showing me that I need to be whole, which is essentially oneness, right? Like whole without all these fragmented parts with all this stuff going to it. And like, it, it's like wiring. That's all crazy. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it's just like, there's so many things they don't know what they're doing, but as I'm learning to take them and like bring them into oneness with, with God, you know, in different ways, it's just, it's just changing everything for me. Wow. Like I just, and like, and then I had this experience this week, which I won't go into where God just broke through for me in a crazy way. And I found that my body responded. Wow. Right. Like health issues that now were like, um, that I've been struggling with something happened and there's like a release and it shifted and because our body, our soul, and our spirit yes. are not separate. Yes. They're mm -hmm. one. And I'm just like, Oh, I love that, Whitney. So love you. Um, if I could add to that. Um, so, you know, the place of oneness physically has been uh, for me is diving into my DNA, uh, knowing, uh, of course, you know, in, in spirit. Um, I'm not like digging myself up, uh, but, um, but, but in this place, um, uh, seeing my DNA as, I mean, literally, that it's his DNA. Um, that there literally is no separation. You know, the, the scriptures that talk about I live in him, the life that I live is no longer mine. Uh, he lives in me. I mean, there's just so much about interchange of oneness within him, myself, and in so many ways that uh, before I was, and, and as I've shared before about, you know, certain areas that I feel ache or cold coming on and uh, projecting my um, wholeness to that area, but rather I've been actually digging into my DNA and just uh, seeing my DNA as one with him and, and seeing, I mean, I've seen sparkles like explosions come out of my DNA. And <laughs> I mean, it's been a really interesting place. And uh, am I completely healthy in every aspect? No, I'm still getting there. Um, but it's just, it's been a, an interesting place. So yeah, just kind of add on to what Whitney was <laughs> That's good. Thank you, David. All right, who's next? Anyone else have anything they'd like to share? Uh, I was really struck by uh, letting go of ways we know people um, and not that that concept really struck me. Um, giving people room to grow and not putting them in boxes. 
It's really, really helpful. Thank you. It is good. And um, I can't wait to see you in person next week, Elizabeth. <laughs> and um, Otto and Hannah, and there's some others of you who I'm really excited to see very soon. And it is that place of, it's a joyful reunion, and I get to see you all in new ways. And so it's good. <laughs> all right, Diane. Um, so there was just something else that I wanted to share when we're talking about looking at people in a different way is that we can also look at our experiences in a different way. Um, I was going through um, some kind of workshop and they were talking about like looking at what's happened to your life and where you've been, where you are, so that you can see more clearly where you're going. And I felt the Holy Spirit just have me do that exercise in a totally different way. And so, um, you know, because God, bad things can happen to us, but God promises to work all things out for good. So I went through and I, I wrote the things that had happened in my life, particularly things that were, you know, challenging were the ones that I was dwelling on. And I looked at it from his vantage point, what he was giving me at the moment, which was, okay, well, I went through this. I must have needed to learn this. And for <laughs> everything that I went through in my life, I reframed it and made a new phrase that said, I must have needed to learn this and then this and then this, you know, like I must have needed to go through rejection. You know, I must have needed to know what it was like to be rejected. I must have needed to go through failure in this area or whatever it was. I just rewrote it in a positive frame from God's vantage point of, I must have needed to learn such and such. And then I felt led again and I went back through my list and I started saying, I'm an overcomer. I'm not a, none of all the things that were on my list. I started realizing that those things were on my scroll. I needed those things because of what's coming in the yes. future. I mean, it's a really fresh way. If you can just take even the recent thing of, you know, the whole COVID, Okay, well, we went through some things related to COVID, but a whole bunch more. But if you do it that way, you can totally look at it from a different perspective and have a positive outlook and realize that you have a call on your life, you know, to fulfill. And these are some things that you needed along the way for you to fulfill your scroll. So that is so good. Share that. I love it. Thank you, Diane. <laughs> I, I just wanted to comment on what Diane said real briefly. Um, in the ministry school, we would always teach flip it, which means anything that people are thinking, misconceptions or lies, their heart is broken, their story is horrible, to actually flip it and know that's what's on your scroll yes. and your destiny. Speaking out the opposite, decreeing the opposite. And it's not denial or anything like that. It's like, oh, Maybe uh, the enemy's intent was that, but God's intent is this. Yes. So, so good, Norma. Thank you. Okay. All right, Janet. Okay, yes. Um, I don't know what the Lord is doing in this, um, this week, but everything that I heard was what I was going through. Because um, <laughs> we're one. I'm telling you, it's amazing. Because um, some of the things that I've gone through, I was reflecting. I even shared some personal things with my daughter. Show you know, and uh, what I came to, I just say, God, thank you for trusting me with that, and and that was all I could say. And I'm so grateful that because I must have needed that. I must need to go through it so I can have empathy for somebody else who's going through it. So even if you somebody comes, because right now I'm thinking of 
doing things that I know is going to be needed because of the, the, the area that I see the Lord is, is pushing me into. And I know it's broken lives, broken children, broken people. And I know if I haven't gone through it, yeah. there's no way. You can tell people, I mean, what you know, but you can't take them where you've never been. Yeah. So if you've not been there, there's no way you can bring them there. Yes. So I'm so grateful today. <laughs> I'm so glad that I'm here. Thank you, Janet. <laughs> All right, David. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's a great week. It really is. Um, you know, um, as we go through, so let me just kind of back up. Um, so, you know, back in history, uh, philosophy uh, would come up in one area. Uh, same philosophy would come up in another area of the world. They've never communicated. They actually didn't even know existed. Um, and it's like what we go through. Uh, when we overcome, we're actually not only overcoming for ourselves and having empathy, but we're releasing that overcoming, and others are grabbing onto that, just like the philosophies, and they're able to overcome because of our overcoming. Yeah. So, I mean, talk about being in oneness. That, you know, it is incredible. <laughs> it is yeah, incredible. Well, and... To be honest, the funny thing is, is I had a different message prepared, or at least it went a different direction. <laughs> and when I got up this morning, um, just the things Father was doing in me, it was like, no, I think we're going a different direction. <laughs> and so um, that's the beauty, you know, of family um, as we come together and Father has just what we all need. So anyone else? Well... It, today, this morning, it's like I didn't come back from the Ascension. I <laughs> Good. <laughs> and I don't know if it's like this where you are, but there's car wash here, and they've got LED lights on the inside. And when you go through, it is like all these splat. And all, then they light the lights up. And the wash, the suds all turn yellow and green and blue. And <laughs> I didn't know getting my gates washed could be so fun. <laughs> so I'm sitting up here or here or in here or wherever I am listening to uh, Adina and then Diane. And I was like, Diane. You could have been singing E-I-E-I-O, but for the, <laughs> the incense that's coming off of you, I was just getting fed. I was getting fed and nourished and whacked, and it's it just wonderful. And then, Adina, the compassion of the Lord's heart, or just the, the incense, it's like, and as you, you're coming up, you each one coming up purely it was like each one is a combination of this amazing essential oils and the <laughs> fragrance coming off of you each one up here it says whoa so <laughs> and then i could see like myself and and sometimes i was like this puff of smoke had come up i'm like whoa that one didn't make it through the fire <laughs> 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 But this is a wonderful morning. <laughs> Keep talking. It's It's wonderful. Oh. Bless you guys. I have to so agree with what Nance is saying. I was experiencing such a, it was, it's a different way of looking at it, but 
as Adina was talking originally, when I was mentioning that well, where I go and me and God are just one, what was happening with the well? And I was curious because I was like, what's happening right now? But it was gushing upward, outward, which I had never actually fully experienced before. It's like gushing as Adina's sharing. And I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. (laughs) And then as everybody else is sharing, the gushing almost turned into like a geyser. Because <laughs> like, it's like, it's coming together as one and the pressure is building. And I'm like, ah! anyways, yeah. Thank you, Whitney. I love it. I love it. And thank you, Nance, too. And Nance, I can't wait to see you as well next week. So <laughs> it's a fun reunion. I just feel, I just feel that, you know, like a whole new level of revelation and transformation and I don't know just entanglement DNA entanglement the first prophetic artwork I ever did was a DNA entanglement piece and maybe next time I'll look for it next time I'll maybe show it or I don't know if I I, maybe I'll just take a picture and post it on kingdom talks I I guess I can figure out how to do that tech wise but <laughs> I just wanted to say to everyone do you notice there's no static or fuzz it's like no distortion it's like our mind and heart and spirit get to be clear and transformed and revealed I love it revealed sons of God yes I, this has been rich Adina thank oh, you so glad thank you Norma anyone else before we close <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) I just wanted to add to Diane's comments. Um, I appreciated them that I must have needed to go through this for some reason. But there's another element to that. There was purpose in the past events. And so uh, thinking about your, your presentation last week and how those unholy alliances, we can possibly be going into other people's uh, family history and DNA and uh, making a difference yes. in that was liberating for me. And so there's another purpose in why did I go through this? Now I've been healed. And then I realize there's a reason that we went through yes. what we did, even when it was our own stupid mistake. Yes. So good. Thank you. I also want to say there's a lot of YouTube. Thank you, Adina. Yes. Amen, Adina. And that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> many to uh Thank in the you. zoom chat and then there's this love this walk with jesus even though i made mistakes i know that god will give grace and allow for change and flexibility yeah that's beautiful thank you well we don't really have to stop because if you're on zoom you can continue on with john and evelyn and if you're here locally we get to continue the fellowship and conversation And so just want to say we love each one of you so much. You're so precious to us. We are one all around the world. And um, hopefully next week, Gil will be here and some other exciting guests. And we just get to continue our transformation and restoration. So we love you all. And we'll see you next week.